You're listening to Pink Mohawk Edition with Jess as Deadeye. I got your fucking data, just so you know. Liz as Rook. Do you mind? We're in the middle of something here. Travis as Dex. Is there another one within striking distance? Mac as Sergeant Butch. All right, let's get the frag out of here. Trav as Wild Rill. Well, welcome back, stranger. And Zach as the GM. Roll me an edge plus edge and don't blow it. What are we up to? You tell me. Somehow Dede is going to transfer the file from wherever it is to wherever it's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah you got to put that on your thumb drive, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I can't wait to see how this goes onto a portable format. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's get somewhere safe and uh, get all the data transferred and everything. I have a brief character note. On the way out of Lux, uh, notice that Dex had shakes pretty bad stress Mm -hmm. reaction type thing and whenever you come back out of the store he's doing kind of not yoga but relaxation poses type things i'm gonna roll perception to see if i notice okay oh yeah i notice basically he's doing he's doing like calming and recentering exercises Mm -hmm. that you might expect more from an adept or something not not somebody who's you know half cyber yeah, I I rolled five hits on that perception test. Uh, so I super notice. Yeah, anybody else? Want- mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give it a roll. Sure. Three hits. Yeah, three. Four hits. You guys are walking out of the store and something catches your eye. You see Dex over there. Um, as he was describing, you know, he looks like doing some sort of yoga-like exercises. I think I was kind of talking and, you know, chatting with Deadeye on the way out. But, you know, we get out and I see Dex doing this and I, like... I think you just immediately see my entire demeanor change. And I just make a beeline for Dex, and I put a hand on his shoulder, and I'm like, Hey, is everything alright? Can I can I talk to you for a minute? Nothing bad, I promise. Um, and I'm gonna kind of pull you aside a little bit. I'm fine now. You seem a little nervous, and I ask mostly because, you know, I mean, this thing you're doing... Looks like you're trying to calm down. Relax. I do the same thing when I'm stressed out. Sergeant, have you ever found yourself good at something you don't particularly enjoy? (laughs) Yeah. I don't particularly enjoy violence. I kind of nod, understandingly. Just give your shoulder a little bit of a squeeze. I'm alright now. Because I don't really know what to say. He does seem particularly. He just. He, he seems fine. Mm. If you uh, if you need to talk about it or anything, um, I'm here. But gonna be all right. He uh, he nods kind of shakily, and uh, yes, thank you, Sergeant. Anytime. I keep eye contact for a moment, and then I uh, walk away and kind of rejoin the rest of the group. I look over my shoulder a little bit to see if Dex is following. Ruby's still taking some time. Yep, he's there. You guys said you wanted to try to get somewhere safe with this data. Where do you think a safe place might be? Anywhere that Renraku people aren't going to immediately come after us. Go to my house? No, I don't like it. It's on the grid. I don't like where this is going. <sighs> Listen, I got a place. All right. It's off the grid. Who's driving? Who's driving? Can we come here in a truck or something? 
I'll spend a plot point. We have a truck. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Now back to my question. Who's driving? I will drive. Kind of meander your way over to grab her. Oh, I thought we weren't going to Rook's place. Well, you use your car to get down to Rin. Look, Rook is just driving. Okay. Deadeye was hinting at something that I think I know where we all are going. Yeah. And everybody everybody came from Rook's place anyway because we were all there. Yeah. So yeah. Might as well be in Rook's car. Okay, so we're driving along in Rook's truck then. All right. Whatever she drives. And I guess I assume Rook is driving it. Sure. Yes. Good. I'm glad we've established that. Real's pissed off does he? because he didn't get to get a change of clothes. <laughs> Better not wipe that on my upholstery. I have a choice. Not anymore. So I've got a place we can and I just start giving Rook direction. But at one point, I do make her turn out, like, pull over in a really secluded place, and I take the license plate off the car. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me with a screwdriver and not just ripping it off. Oh, I just rip it off with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to a honky-tonk? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> Let's call it that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was presumptuous. You know what? It's fun. A honky tonk it is. <laughs> Why not? Dead right, so giving Rook directions to out of town, like she said, she you guys yeah. pull. I'm also rolling a cigarette with some goods that I might have um, purloined from the stuff shack. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you drive along, she, she has you stop so she can pull the license plate off the car at one point. <laughs> you notice you've really left. The urban area of Missoula, which, I mean, super large. It's only about a bull in 2077, and it's really compact. But it goes country real quick. <laughs> and you are now in kind of in this valley between the mountain ranges up here, you know, going off in every direction. The, S- the SSC has determined that, eh, we really don't need to take that great of care of the roads out here. So the pavement gradually degrades in quality, and eventually it just, it's a gravel lane get on the gravel road it starts taking you know you can't go quite as fast on the gravel road as you can on the paved roads so eventually we're definitely going to come to a point where i tell rook to pull off onto just like the sketchiest looking dirt road you've ever seen in your life rick does that Dad, I, where the hell are we going why are we taking the midnight tour of a sasquatch ever- preserve <laughs> want everybody to make a perception test if you have anything that enhances your hearing those abilities pointy ass ears and you said hearing only, yes? Yeah. Three here. That's two. One hit for Dex. Okay, yeah, Rill's just looking out a window, kind of starting to recite Jabberwock to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm putting my thermographic vision goggles on just to check the tree line. For those of you that got three or more hits, oh. you hear the baying of wolves out there. Uh... Are they wolves or something else? Oh, don't worry about them. They won't bother you none. Just some critters. Got a lot of them out here. I would expect you to know. Here's all you need to know is they're more afraid of you than you are of them. Doubt it. Just worry about them. Well, I hope you're right. Hey, GM, may I spend a plot point to say that Rook brought her cat? (laughs) Why? Where is he? Was he there for the whole run? He's just... No, they stopped back at her house. <laughs> if you want to have brought your cat, you can have brought your cat. <laughs> All right. She's got a cat. He's sitting on her lap. So now the cat and both elves are wondering why the <laughs> fuck we're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. What? <clears throat> Did I? Um, I don't know if, if maybe you've gotten the wrong impression of, of the two elves in this car. We're not this type of elf. 
We're not the fuck around in the woods type. <laughs> well, good for you. Dex has been studying that cat like a fucking zoologist. <laughs> the cat is staring back. He is taking notes. You like cats, Dex? I don't not like cats. Do you want to pet him? Yes. Rook's cat makes its cat way over to Dex's lap and needs biscuits in his thighs a little bit before he settles in. You cannot tell if Dex likes this or not, but he does not kick the cat out. Anyway, Deadeye, if a wolf eats my cat, yes. I'm gonna be so mad at you. Wolf's not gonna eat your cat. And eventually, y'all will all notice that we are going up into the mountain, <laughs> like up the side. The elevation is increasing. Ears start popping. This is not good on my car. On this, sh- this shitty barely road that may or may not actually be a road. Deadeye, where the hell are you taking us? You'll see. I don't know why y'all are all so suspicious, honestly. Y'all need to relax. Well, considering we're off the road and far away from the city. Oh, I'm just taking y'all out so I can execute you. Don't worry about it. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> you know the best thing about being up here? Nobody can hear you scream. Dead eye. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to lighten the mood. You're not doing It's not working. <laughs> Dude, it's like two in the morning. We're navigating up a freaking goat path in a truck with five runners and a cat <laughs> in territory that the Sincerac look at and go, no, no, that's too rural. Why are we here? Rook, why the hell did you bring your cat? I didn't want to leave him with Shrimpy again. He's lonely. Look at him. Well, I'm sure he's got plenty of furry companions out here. They're called frickin' mountain lions. Why are we here? At this point, I'm gonna find what I'm looking for while I was looking out the window. I'm gonna get Rook to pull over. (laughs) Again? Yeah. Alright. What, are you gonna go out and take the bumper off this time? (laughs) Yeah. It's not taking the engine out. (laughs) Alright, y'all. Everybody out. We're on foot from here. The fuck? Did I tell us where you're taking us? Listen, we're going to a safe place. All right, relax. Where? Right up there, like a mile from here. It's not that much further. Listen, I don't like not knowing things. I need you to tell me where we're going. I don't like people knowing certain things. Look, so we're gonna I've have been to in a situation to, like uh, this. I've been in a situation like here. this before, and I got burned bad. So I need to know that I'm able to trust you, or I am not taking another step. Dad, I was just looking at you like completely stone-faced, like, are you done? I need you to lower your voice and take a deep breath. Where are we going? We're going to my place. It is where I live. That's why I don't want people knowing where it is. Does that satisfy you? Yes. Alright, let's go. Butch takes a very deep, very steady breath. I roll Butch's cigarette and say, here, have something real instead of that bullshit you've been puffing on. Thanks. I'm gonna pocket it for now. So you guys get out of the car, and you notice that you've climbed up the hill, you're, you're still below the tree line. So there's lots of trees around you, but there's a, it's not a well-worn footpath, but you can tell it's definitely a path that's been followed. Before we go up this hill, like, Deadeye is definitely just taking, like, branches and shit and trying to disguise this truck as much as possible. Rook will help. Thanks, Rook. Do you have, like, survival or anything like that, uh, Deadeye? Let me see. I think I do. Yes, I do have survival, actually. So make a survival roll. 
one hit. So you find some loose things. It's kind of dark though, so you're not you're not really wanting to stray too far. You got the feeling. You got the car pulled pretty well, and you know it's not. You know it's not the greatest job, but you also don't want to be out here in the pitch black any yeah. longer than you have to be. As we're climbing the hill, I just turn back to everybody and say, "Oh, and if you see some big hairy guy moving around back there, it's just Bert. Don't worry about him. He minds his own business." I greatly respect those who mind their own business. <laughs> so do I. He's just a real private kind of guy. That's all. Yeah, I heard the paparazzi were looking for him for about 80 years out here. <laughs> so is he a Sasquatch or no? He's just Bert. And I keep on walking. Who's got the lowest edge? I have one edge. Oh, so it might be me. Make an edge plus edge roll. No hits. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, so you uh, making up the path a little ways, and you hear this deep, snarling sound. Did I just size? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> just under a breath. I'm going to spend one of the plot points that you people have so nicely given to me to allow my thing to go first. Oh, great. Can I roll perception, please, to see what it is? Yeah, minus one. Pitch black, minus two die penalty. Yeah, I have low light vision. Low light, okay, minus one. Great. I want to borrow my goggles. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Two hits. As you kind of, you hear this snarling sound, you you start pivoting your head around and off to your uh, right just a little bit. You see this black shape in the darkness. You know, it's it's darker than the night. I mean, it's it's intercepting any of the ambient light that's available. Make a logic plus logic roll. All right. That's two hits. That's enough. If you've never encountered one before, you've definitely heard of them. And, you know, you know. You've, you've seen these things show up in trids all the time. You feel fairly certain that there's a hellhound out there. All right. It's weird, though. You only see the one, you know, they tend to hunt in packs. Mm-hmm. It's being real curious right now. What's it doing? In the turn that I'm stealing from you, it runs up in Butch's face, basically. Okay. Well, I'm going to spend a plot point to go first. Okay. I'm going to whip out my Ares Predator fire two shots, not aiming at anything, just next to its head, and I'm gonna yell, get the fuck away from me! I want you to make a firearms roll. The better you do, the further away you are from damaging the hellhound. (laughs) Alright. This is a called miss. (laughs) That's two hits. Am I satisfied with that? Two hits. Yeah. We'll go with that. It sees you pull this thing out and aim at, but not at it, and it goes away from your dominant arm that you're holding the gun in as you shoot it, and you miss him. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't he doesn't seem deterred. Now he seems like an even angrier hellhound. Alright. I would like to put my goggles on in response to all this commotion going on behind me, and just look and see if I see any heat signatures back there, other than what's expected, so I can get a read on what the fuck. Alright, I will come to that. Okay. Real, what would you like to do? Uh, is it flaring up? It's a hellhound, they're smoldering, right? Yeah, I mean, you can, now that it's uh, encroached upon Butch's face, you, you see its glow. You know, it's uh, and you see those the red eyes that it has and little the, the smoke coming off of its body. <laughs> oh, that's delightful. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> I'm going to both edge and roll an exploit die. <laughs> All right. Spending a plot point to do it, because F this noise. And I fucking glitched. Are you friggin' kidding me with that shit? Three hits. I mean... Let me roll the animal's defense and see what happens there. All right, so you hit the dog. I'm guessing the glitch is it jams the gun, though, because I just 
hip fired. Yeah, so as you unholster your weapon, you shoot from the hip. The bullet lodges nicely into the uh, the upper, the front shoulder of the, the hellhound. It's uh, base damage six. All right, plus two, so eight. Yeah, it's uh, 6P is the is the base. It's a good wound. It's bleeding quite profusely. And it's, you, know, you fire your weapon, and you know, you know what it sounds like when it goes through a complete firing cycle, and you know what it sounds like when it doesn't. Shit. All right, Dex. Um... So I, the player, don't really know anything about Hellhounds. Is there anything that I should roll to see if Dex knows anything about Hellhounds? Make uh, logic plus logic. One hit. You've heard that Hellhounds may have the ability to breathe fire, but being that you've never really encountered one, you're not you're not entirely sure if that's just rumor or if that's a matter of fact. Okay, so um, he's going to move to attack it, and as he does, he's going to say, if it makes any difference to you, I am a god. <laughs> what? <laughs> Four stun hits. Alright, let's see. Please give him a plot point for that reference. That is so damn awesome. <laughs> yeah, and you can, you can have a plot point for that. Alright, so you only got one hit on his defense test, so... base Your base damage plus three. Ten stun. Nice. This poor, innocent hellhound... Just wanted to scare somebody and run off. <laughs> no, he didn't. He takes a takes a gunshot in the shoulder, starts bleeding, and this guy comes by with looks like sticks. He thought he was gonna throw the stick so he could go fetch it, but instead he hits him with it, and he's just, the, as the electricity courses through the stun batons into the hellhound. You see it convulse wildly and then fall to the ground unconscious, but still you know bleeding out of that shoulder wound. I look over at Dex. Take a deep breath and just nod once. Thanks. And uh, he puts he puts his hand on her shoulder, almost as if he is imitating the way she did before, and says, "All right, surgeon." Aww. Um, I kind of smile at you a little bit. You've probably been watching me closely enough to notice that I am not. Uh. I don't really seem as afraid as you might expect me to, uh, considering I've just had, you know, a hellhound up in my face threatening to attack me. Excellent. He somehow spins his baton like a pistol, don't ask me how, and replaces it on his belt. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the thing the drummers do with their drumsticks through the fingers. <laughs> like the, uh, the one stormtrooper in The Force Awakens. Yep. With that light. Which twirls the thing around and immediately gets shot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like, Dex doesn't immediately get shot, so it's cool. Yeah. DM, I have a Mm -hmm. question. Yes? Is a hellhound in this area something that I would be, like, used to? Is that something that, like, happens, or is this a weird thing? I'm trying to decide how I'm reacting to this. Um, they are not super common where you are, but they are not unheard of either, so... Okay. It's, it'd be it's probably new for your forty acres, okay. but not like I said, not unusual for the surrounding area. You usually, usually you have you know you manage to do things to keep that hellhounds typically don't like and won't come near your property. Right, I don't I don't mm. want them messing with the girls. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, this this was just an honorary fool of a hellhound. It seems like. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna walk up and kind of like pick it over with my foot and be like. Well, hell, they don't usually come out this close. Do you have a lot of them out here? Uh, not so much. I was expecting more player pianos and cowboys and fewer fiery dogs. Yeah, Rill is standing there listening to all this, uh, 
watching it, not looking down at what his hands are doing, which is ejecting the mag, clearing the breach, checking the slide, and then reloading. Mm. I turned to Dex and I'm like, well, welcome to the Deadeye experience, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why you'd be cutting up this close. I got shit in place to keep these fuckers out of here. They're annoying. They... They upset my girls, and I don't like it. Girls. You might want to review the security of your shit. Oh, don't you worry about my security. That was a burn after reading reference. <laughs> yeah, he tells you <laughs> the references directly after he makes it. He made a flawless Ghostbusters reference, so yeah, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> There's an unconscious hellhound now, bleeding out its shoulder. It's a grievous wound, but probably not fatal. Um, you guys uh, want to continue the march towards uh, Deadeye's place. Yeah, come on, y'all. Just leave it there. It ain't gonna do nothing. Isn't that what you said about the stuff that was howling at us already? Let me rephrase. It had better not do nothing. Alright. Um, if everybody starts walking away, once they're not all looking at me, I'm gonna lean down and I'm actually gonna heal the Hellhound. I'm gonna heal it for two physical damage. Okay. As you apply the magical healing, you see that the, uh, the wound in its shoulder pretty much closes up. It's still it's still raw and hairless there, but it's you know, but it's stopped bleeding. All right, I'm gonna give its ear a quick scratch and then uh, rejoin the rest of the group. It kind of kind of gives you like a, a friendly growl when you do that. When we get within a certain distance, I'm gonna walk off a little bit into the trees and root around back there for a second. I'm gonna come back with just this big heavy metal box. I'm going to open it up and say, all right, if it's got a signal, it goes in here. <sighs> all right. I, Comms, uh, but, decks. I don't know why y'all, any of y'all would have a deck, but anything <laughs> that gets Wi-Fi or cell, it goes in here. I'm going to take out my comm link and uh, <laughs> just kind of shake my head as I hand it over to Deadeye. Thank you. Okay, so Dex does hand over his comm links, but then he... He just kind of gestures helplessly towards his very obvious cyber eye. Well, <laughs> if it can reasonably come off your body. How about that? A little better. So is everybody going to hand over their Matrix connected or Wi-Fi enabled non- I look very pointedly at real. <laughs> <laughs> you understand that to get paid, I have to call somebody, right? Good for you. Do you understand that for you to get Would paid, you like to stand out here in the dark for the rest of the night? With all the hellhounds? Because I'd like to remind y'all I'm the only one that knows my way around here right now, so um, you might want to work with me. Grill will very pointedly take the comlink out of his ear and the glasses off of his face. Put them in the box. You owe me pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put it on my tab. Uh, that's all I got, okay? All right. And I close the box. I put the padlock back on it, and I put it back out into the trees. All right. <laughs> follow me. All right. So you guys uh, follow Deadeye. Some of you probably look back longingly at the lead box. You start walking up, you know, probably about five, seven minutes or so, and come across a, a very well-built barbed wire fence. There's a gate in it. I slip the key out of my boot and unlock it. Your boot? Yeah. <laughs> you got a problem with that? 
what mm-hmm. you want me to do. It's already there. If we're going by a list of things that I have a problem with from this trip <laughs> so far, we ain't even in the top ten yet, lady. You walk in the gate, um, Deadeye, tell us about your place. Okay. Well, first, as I'm walking and closing the gate, I'm, like, scanning the tree line with my goggles, like, very obsessively. It takes a minute for me to be satisfied, and then I come back with everybody else. So what we've got here is, it's not a large piece of land that's surrounded by the fence. I mean, you can see the fence. You can see each side of it. But, um, kind of in the middle of it, we have just a little cabin. It looks like there was, like, an original structure there, but that it's been built up on. So it's like a little wooden cabin. There is a, uh, a chicken coop that looks like it definitely was built by hand that's attached to one side. And um, if you're astute and know anything about tech, you can see that there are just fucking security cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's like security systems on security systems on security systems in this place. <laughs> it's excessive, <laughs> yeah. Got enough yeah. cameras out here? <laughs> I was thinking about getting some more, but... Uh, oh my god, you're serious. Enough for now. And as we walk up, um, this crabby old nanny goat <laughs> wanders <laughs> up and just bleats loudly and angrily at Deadeye. <laughs> well, it's good to see you too, Tumbleweed. You've got goats. <laughs> I've got goat. Well, alright. <laughs> Tumbleweed immediately starts trying to eat Will's jacket. <laughs> just so you know. Why not? It's already got gun <laughs> holes in it. As we walk up, um, like motion activated floodlights come on. Now, the freaking lights. Come on. This is most impressive, Deadeye. Welcome to Hotel Deadeye, I guess. Um, here we are. <laughs> Deadeye, I don't mean to tell you your, your business about hiding out in the middle of the woods in the dark, but maybe turning cool, on. Well, then you don't have anything else to say. Oh, but I do. Have you considered the likelihood of having floodlights you could see from orbit suddenly turn on is maybe a hole in your plan? Oh, don't worry. Listen, if somebody decides they're going to come wandering up on my shit in the middle of the night, I want something that is bright enough to wake up fucking God. If it helps at all, I would be mildly inconvenienced sneaking into this place unseen. If you got this far, <laughs> it's too late for me to be worrying about you finding it. Mildly inconvenienced, huh? I elbow Rook a little bit, and I'm like, hey, I like this kid. Uh, Dex is actually walking around, like, rattling off model numbers and manufacturers for all the various things that are here. Because he has knowledge security systems, but I don't. The fun thing about the security systems, if you're looking at them closely, is that they've, like, none of them are, like, a full, like, one model. They look like they've definitely been cobbled together by just, like from the corpses of a bunch of different things, but by somebody who knows what they're doing. Which is kind of just a good uh, description of this entire property. It's like, definitely been cobbled together by somebody who knows what they're doing. We could stand out here all night, but I figure y'all want to come in. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yes. And I fish another key out of a pocket. You don't even, you don't even know where this one comes from. (laughs) It just, it just fucking appears. And I unlock about, like, 16 padlocks on this front door. <laughs> Throw back a couple deadbolts, just, like, latch. There's an electronic thing with a with a palm scanner. It's a, it's a whole thing. Are there any uh, chairs out here for us to sit on while we wait? <laughs> it doesn't take that long. She's used to mm-hmm. this. 
She's got it down to a science. Only takes like a minute. Oh, okay. It's actually kind of like hypnotic to watch <laughs> the methodical way she goes through these locks. I let Tumbleweed in first. <laughs> Tumbleweed comes running by everybody, bleeding loudly, <laughs> like sh- shooting side eye at everybody too. Is like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's. You can tell she's letting me have it. <laughs> she's pissed. So you let her goat in the house. Yeah, where else is she gonna go? Kind of headbutts dead eye in the thigh as she goes in. So I let everybody in, and as soon as everybody is in, I close the door and go back to relocking all these six billion locks. What's the interior look like? Um, it looks like just like a wooden cabin, but there's shelves lining the ceiling that are just like full of cans, like fruit and vegetables and stuff. There's an old couch that looks like it was salvaged from somewhere that Tumbleweed is now laying on. (laughs) Uh, There's a door that goes back presumably to like a bedroom or something. And then there's a pretty conspicuous like trapdoor on the floor, but it's got like a rug partially over it, but it doesn't look like she's trying to hide or anything. It's just a cellar. Yeah. All right. So we got to get that. uh, First things first, we got to get that data downloaded onto the thumb drive, uh, and I mean, I guess we're all spending the night here, since it'll take a while to get back. Yeah, well, first things first. <laughs> yeah. Second things first. You got a kitchen in here? Yeah, it's like off to the side. Rook is heading that way. You can kind of see, it's like a kitchenette. It's got a wood-burning stove. It's very, like, basic. It's got, like, a sink. There's a, a wood-burning stove, and that's pretty much it. Man, when you said this place was off the grid, you weren't getting... Yeah, well... Only grid I trust is my grid. <laughs> yeah, it's clear. And there's just like busted up or like partially taken apart electronics just like scattered everywhere. So I go back um, into the back room and I come back with like a like a tablet, I guess. It doesn't have Wi-Fi and it looks really fucking old, but you know, it suits <laughs> my needs at the moment. And I'm going to uh, sit down on the couch being very careful to get around Tumbleweed, where she is sitting there um, imperiously staring <laughs> you all down. And I say, alright, I'm gonna do this. Um, watch me make sure I don't hit my head on anything. And I'm gonna plug the thumb drive into the tablet, powered on, and then I'm hopping into the Matrix. So y'all just watch me go limp. Uh, Deadeye? Deadeye? What the hell? But sh- stares at her confused for a couple of seconds and then slowly starts to realize that she has actually seen this before. She thinks that she kind of has an idea of what Deadeye is doing. Feels kind of familiar to when she goes into the astral. And when the realization hits, she just quietly takes up a place on the couch and watches Deadeye as she works in the Matrix. There's a little bit of room on the opposite side of a Deadeye. What would pass for the arm of the couch? As you start watching her, you just you see you see all like normal respiration, but it's it's really bizarre that it just you know turns on the computer and then is effectively dead to the world, other than you know involuntary functions. Rook. Yep. What are you up to? Uh, digging through the kitchen. Looking through my mini preserved <laughs> fruits and vegetables. Dried meats. Looking for anything in particular? No, just trying to make sure she's, you know, eating well. Aww. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's it's not terrible stuff. It's, you know, better than you would find most anywhere else these days, unless you have, you know, access to real foods. There's definitely, like, a whole box somewhere that's just full of, like, shitty MREs. <laughs> Probably, maybe not the most tasteful food in the world, but keeps you alive. And... Uh, more important question. How is Tumbleweed with cats? She's fine. She's used to having smaller critters around. Okay. Um, SB is gonna go curl up with her. Oh, as long as SB doesn't bother the rest of the girls, she'll be alright. Tumbleweed does get, uh, very protective of the rest of them, though. What are you grousing about over there, Rill? Oh no, Rill's not saying a thing. He hasn't said a word since he walked in. He's just standing there, where he stopped, kind of still slowly tracking his eyes around in a mixture of fascination and horror. He's having flashbacks to Sensorak Summers. He really is. He's got PTSD right now. He's got it in the back of his head that any moment now, the old Oracle, who is the leader of the local Sensorak group, is going to come up and whack him on the back of the head with a stick. You all right there, Rill? <laughs> he had said, doesn't say a word. He's still just kind of slowly tracking his eyes around the room, looking at the preserves at this point, just kind of like with his head tilted, trying to figure out what the fuck they are. <laughs> I don't mean what's in them, I mean literally, what the hell are those things supposed to be? Lots of cherries. As you head north from Missoula towards the Flathead, it's grow, we grow a lot of cherries up here. Mm. So lots of cherry preserves <laughs> and huckleberry preserves. <laughs> All right, uh, so we'll go visit. We'll go visit Dead Eye in the Matrix now. So you've manifested in the your tablet. So I imagine that going into the Matrix like this feels like, at least for Dead Eye, like. Uh, just being thrown into really, really cold water and then coming out again. And it's the fucking worst. <laughs> and I'm once again fighting off just a very, very intense panic attack. Like, it's right there. <laughs> Make a willpower plus logic test. Two hits. Okay, so, yeah, it's 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 the second your second time back in the Matrix, after, uh, you know, in, in a very long time. You're back in a place where you thought you would never put yourself again. And while you feel that, you feel that like that cold water icy grip around your persona and your your psyche. You manage to shrug it off. You do know that you're you know you're on your your own device, not connected to any network. The only foreign piece is that USB drive and. You're, it's, it's from a stuffer shack. You're not. You're not really worried about that. You're not going to suffer any ill effects right now. So I'm going to just as quickly as I can manage because I want to get the fuck out of here. Take that information that I downloaded earlier and I want to transfer it into the the icon of the tablet that I should be able to see. Okay. Well, how many How many ranks do you have in hacking? Was it three? Um, three. Yeah. Your logic's five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean. You know, on your own on your own device, not connected to a network, and with no you know no threats around. This is this is a, a trivial task for you. You move it from your uh, your emerged self to uh, the physical device on, of the thumb drive. So once I have made sure that all of that is taken care of the way I want it to be, I pop right back out of here, <laughs> just as, as quickly as possible. And just what you notice, just as quickly as uh, Dead Eye seemed to put herself into whatever it is she put herself into, she comes back out of it. Hey, you're right. That was quick. Yeah. Um, fine. Notice her hands are kind of shaking. I take the thumb drive and I toss it to Real. Real, make a logic plus agility. Okay. He might catch it by reflex. What the hell? Yeah. You seem rather distracted, so... Three hits. I'm guessing he probably, while he's just looking, his hand just automatically came up and caught it. That's good for me. Got your info. Fantastic. 
And he puts it in a pocket that isn't covered in vomit. Now don't none of y'all ever ask me to do that again. Thank you for listening to Pink Mohawk Edition. If you liked what you heard, tell a chummer or two. Consider becoming our patron at patreon.com slash pinkmohawkedition and follow us on Twitter at pinkmohawkpod. If any of you data liberators want to use our original material, go right ahead. Just make sure you let us know and give us proper credit. The Tops Company Inc. is the sole owner of any names, logos, artwork, marks, and proprietary materials associated with Chatterbug. They've granted permission to Pink Mohawk Edition to use this material for promotional and informational purposes, but neither endorse nor are affiliated with Pink Mohawk Edition in any official capacity. to me before we started doing this this it would really seem like i was dragging them out here to kill them <laughs>